Welcome to the Teaching Behavior Together podcast, where I provide you with actionable steps for making your classroom management plan effective by incorporating behavioral and social-emotional learning activities into your daily teaching. Hi, I'm Maria, and I have 10 years experience in the field of behavior analysis. In each episode, I will be providing you with effective and evidence-based strategies you can use to create a classroom environment you want to go to each morning. No longer will you be driving home in tears over the overwhelming feeling of trying to manage student behaviors. So sit back, listen up, and start seeing success. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Teaching Behavior Together podcast. Today we're going to be talking about redirecting behavior. And this can be really tricky in the classroom. Oftentimes what I see when we're redirecting behavior is the potential for power struggles. Does any of this sound familiar? Stop talking while I'm talking. And we get the response, I wasn't talking. Or, please put your phone away. It's just one text, why are you getting so upset? Or, hey, we can't hit our peers. He hit me first. All these are defensive responses and can lead to further conversation that is often unproductive. It doesn't feel good when we get redirected and it often puts our students on the defense as well. If you're experiencing these types of responses to the redirections you give, here is the strategy I have for you. Prompt around the behavior. I know it might go against everything you learned about prompting, but hear me out first. What I mean by prompting around the behavior is avoid including the behavior of concern in your prompt. For example, with our prompt that sounded like, stop talking while I'm talking, I might say something like, hey, I don't want you to miss this. Let's be quiet so you can hear me. This prompt tells a student what you want them to do, be quiet, and avoids highlighting the behavior of concern. Here's another example. Instead of put your phone away, you might say, now's a great time to take notes on what I have on the board. Again, this gives the student an idea of what you want them to be doing instead of being on the phone. Yes, telling them to put the phone away is another example of telling them what you want them to do, but this also tells them what you want them to do instead of being on the phone. Okay, so our last example, instead of we can't hit our peers, you might say, we need to show kindness to our friends. How can we do that right now? Again, this prompts around the behavior and avoids highlighting that behavior of concern, which can promote a defensive response from a student. When we use this kind of prompt, we give the student an idea of the behavior we would like to see and helps us avoid that defensive response. If you notice you're getting a lot of those defensive responses, this might be a strategy you try with your class or a couple of students. As always though, it is best practice to provide more positive acknowledgements related to behavior over redirections and corrections. Keep that in mind when you're using this strategy as well. To make this more effective, if you are having to give a lot of prompts to a student, you might want to have a conversation with them about the behavior you're concerned about. This can happen in private and not immediately after an incident. Even the slightest prompt can be perceived as a criticism and result in that defensive response. When talking with the student, we want to make sure that they are calm and ready to have a productive conversation. Give this strategy a try and let me know how it works for you over on Instagram at Teaching Behavior Together. If you're looking for more behavioral strategies to use in your classroom, download the free guide with 20 pages of different strategies you can use in the description of this episode below. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of the day.